The Ewan Grant Podcast, the Limestone Coast Triple M. G'day, it's Ewan. Welcome to the Ewan Grant Podcast and welcome to everyone joining me on the Listener app. Limestone Coasters, in today's podcast, Mother's Day is coming up on Sunday. Mother's Day Classic is taking place. Megan's going to join us, give you all the details on how you can be part of it this weekend. Of course, there is a bill that's been introduced into Parliament in regards to a cross-border commissioner. Claire Scrivens is going to join me for a chat about it. And if you would like to put your feet up, forget the world exists this weekend. Well, I've got some great movies for you to check out. Shane A is going to join me talking movies. Let's get things underway. Megan is one of the organisers of the Mother's Day Classic, and it's time to catch up with her to find out what's going on this weekend at the Blue Lake. G'day, Megan. Good morning. Now, Megan, first of all, the Mother's Day Classic, it's a fantastic excuse to be part of a fantastic fundraiser. What do you guys raise money for? The money raised goes towards the National Breast Cancer Foundation, um, research for cure, basically. And Megan, over the course of a number of years now here in the Limestone Coast, you guys have been raising funds madly. We have been, yes. This year, I think we're tracking very well to raise a wonderful amount to go towards the cause. So how can we be part of the Mother's Day Classic? Mother's Day Classic, jump online still. You've got till Saturday to register online. Otherwise, you can register in the morning. And... uh, there's raffles, there's dessert boxes, there's flowers, all these things that are being sold, uh, money's going towards the cause. Now, Megan, is it just going to be a trip around the lake on uh, Sunday or what's going on? How how many different walks are there? We are doing the, yes, the lap around the lake. If you want to go two, three, that's entirely up to you. We're just starting out with the base, so it's entirely up to you how you plan your morning. Hey, Megan, you've been involved with the Mother's Day Classic for a long time now. What's the, the best bit about the Mother's Day Classic for you? I think the best bit is uh, being around people that have been through the same scenario or even just out there to show some support. It's nice to have that um, feeling of you know community and love for everybody. Megan, on Sunday from 8.30, you guys are going to be up at the lake. Hopefully we get a whole lot of locals from the Limestone Coast, not just here in the Blue Lake City, coming along to be part of the Mother's Day Classic, raising money for a great cause. Good luck and have a wonderful Mother's Day. Thank you. Jane A is on the line. Shane, good morning. Oh, thank you, Ewan. Yeah, good morning. Now, mate, I am over the moon that the brand new Doctor Strange is out. Um, I absolutely love the first Doctor Strange. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Actually, the first one was a little different, uh, considering the Marvel Universe at the time um, hadn't done its phase that finished off with the uh, Avengers films, but it was good, really good. And uh, this one has high anticipation, as all Marvel uh, Cinema Universe movies have. Uh, but I don't know, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is was a little bit of a mess for me. And I'm not just saying that from someone who is not into superhero films because I accept what they are and they're usually always entertaining and there's a lot happening um, and they're in, you know, they are linked to previous Marvel films and television shows now as mm. well. But this one, I don't know, you and uh, a lot does happen in it, but I didn't like it much at all. Oh, it pains me to hear you say that, Shane. But I'm probably in a minority. I know that the crowd that I watched it with were were happy with it. I don't think everyone was completely blown away by it. And I'm not going to give any spoilers here because there are quite a lot of uh, cameos and surprises and there's a couple of extra scenes during the end credits 
But uh, I was very disappointed considering, like you, how much I enjoyed the first Doctor Strange film. Well, Shane, on to bigger things. Mrs. Will- uh, Miss Willoughby, what can you tell me about the movie? Yeah, Miss Willoughby is uh, on the other end of the spectrum, a very small a little uh, comedy drama uh, starring Natalie Cox as a university in, uh, professor who has these old friends that contact her. They own this antique bookstore. And in the bookstore lately has been some mysterious happenings. Some little voices can be heard. Some things are getting moved around the store. Don't know why. So uh, Natalie, as Miss Willoughby, goes to investigate. A uh, bit of fun, enjoyable film, a little small movie that you can rent or buy on digital platforms. I really enjoyed it. Now, Shane, Mother's Day is coming up. There are some great movies for, uh, for, I suppose, all of us to watch with our mums. Yeah, I just wanted to mention a couple in particular. Last week we mentioned we talked about Downton Abbey, uh, the movie, second movie version of that. Uh, it is fantastic. Catch it in the cinemas now if you get a chance. It's really good. Uh, and Marry Me, a movie on uh, digital platforms. You can also buy it on the DVD or Blu-ray if you are still a collector like myself, <laughs> starring Jennifer Lopez and Owen Wilson. That came out a few months ago. A very romantic, great film. Hey, Shane, it's always good to catch up to talk a little bit about what's going on in the movies. We'll catch up next week. We'll do it all again. Take care, you and Bye for now. Now, Limestone Coast is the Minister for Primary Industries and Regional Development. She's a local to the Limestone Coast from down at Port Mac. She's been in Adelaide this week. Claire Scrivens joins me for a chat. Claire, good day. Good morning, Ewan. Now, Claire, it's been a busy week in the world of Parliament, but one of the big things that's going on at the moment, you have introduced a bill into Parliament in regards to the cross-border commissioner. What's going on? Uh, but this is about, I guess, really trying to make our lives easier, those of us who live in cross-border communities. Uh, as all of your listeners would know, um, yeah, there's lots of issues with if you live uh, on one side of the border and work on the other, or you live on one side and you're going to school on the other, or you're running a business on both sides of the border. All sorts of issues around you know, regulations, around licensing, around different processes. So the goal of a, a cross-border commissioner is to have someone who can kind of navigate all that for local people uh, and also advocate to make changes where changes are needed. Claire, this is one of the things that Troy has been advocating for for, for years and years and years. And during the course of our global pandemic that we had to have, um, there were a lot of calls to get a cross-border commissioner. Um they've had commissioners in Victoria and in, in New South Wales, from what I understand. These will be great for business. That's right. Uh, and yes, they do have uh, commissioners in New South Wales and Victoria. And I spoke last week with the uh, minister responsible in Victoria. And that's right. Businesses really have been calling out for this well before COVID. Obviously, COVID really highlighted a lot of the difficulties for businesses and residents uh, across borders. Mm. But you're right also, Troy has been calling for this uh, since before the 2018 election. So it was a bit Disappointing, I guess, that the former Liberal government didn't pick it up and uh, see it as something that was important. But I'm really glad that the Malinaskas Labor government, we are picking it up. Uh, we do see it as important. Uh, and that's why I'll be introducing the legislation today. Now, Claire, you are going to base this cross-border commissioner here in the Limestone Coast, from what I understand. That's right. Um, in Matt Gambia, because, of course, Matt Gambia is the biggest cross-border uh, community in terms of numbers, numbers of residents. But also people um, were really keen that it not be based in the Adelaide CBD. You know, the, uh, during COVID, the, uh, the transition committee and its various iterations didn't have anyone on it from regional areas, even once the former Liberal government appointed someone to supposedly be talking about regional issues. They lived in the Adelaide CBD. Um, so 
it was really important that it is in a cross-border community uh, and obviously because of population, Matt Gabier is the obvious choice. And Claire, the cross-border commissioner isn't just going to look after what goes on between South Australia and Victoria. I mean, it's a huge job because we basically touch each and every mainland state. Exactly. That, that's that's so right. Um, and it will, of course, be perhaps a little bit easier with both New South Wales and Victorian borders because they both have cross-border commissioners, but there'll also be work to be done uh, you know, with Western Australia and with Northern Territory. But of course, in terms of, again, population, I guess the biggest numbers of people living in cross-border communities are down that uh, that border with New South Wales and Victoria. Claire, is it a long journey? I mean, there's there's a lot of people in the limestone coast that won't know an awful lot about uh, what goes on in the world of politics. Claire, you've introduced the bill. What happens then? It lays on the table, as it's called, uh, until at least the next sitting week. So I'll be briefing the, the crossbenchers and the opposition uh, in that time. Uh, and then yeah, I'm hoping that we can yeah, get it moving fairly quickly through the upper house. I'm hoping that there will be support from all of the parties, because this is really important for, uh, you know, for cross-border residents, whether it's students, whether it's businesses, you know, whether it's people trying to access healthcare or other services. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that there will be uh, support uh, and then it will go down to the lower house and has to go through the same process there. Thanks, Claire. It's a process that I'm going to be watching closely. Cannot wait for a cross-border commissioner to be based here in the Limestone Coast. That is it for the podcast today. I'll be back on Tuesday. We'll be talking all things Limestone Coast. Have a great weekend. And to all the mums out there, happy Mother's Day.